Welcome to the Work in Progress podcast, where we keep our whip in check. And now here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Leadership Development. Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast. It is February. And so this topic that I want to talk to you about today really speaks to the clientele and everybody I've been speaking with over this past month in January, where we put a huge focus on goals in the month of January. Actually, in December and January is when we put a big focus on goals. And so now we're into February. And many of you have made some goals for the year, maybe resolutions, right? And by now, many of those in this entire country may have already moved on from them and they might have quit. And maybe you are in this boat too, or at least have been entertaining the concept of the quitting, right? Because we know that's pretty common. It's not a big revelation that by the time you get to February, lots of um, resolutions have been let go and forgotten quickly. But I wanted to talk about it today because there's so many ways and so many tricks that our very clever minds have figured out how to convince us to quit. They actually can be quite persistent. At least for me, the concept of quitting is more than just what we typically fall into. The normal that you've probably heard of a million times or what the common ones are like, you know, oh gosh, oh well, I ate a salad and I went for a walk three days in a row and I still didn't lose any weight, so I guess it doesn't work and it's not worth it, so I'm just gonna quit. Like that's what I would do when I was a kid or much younger. That isn't the way that I typically operate anymore because I've overcome those things and I've evolved through it to succeed at a lot of things and achieve a lot of things. And quitting is more challenging for my brain to convince me to do. But my brain is very clever and it knows I'm not gonna fall for the old way. So it has to get more advanced and really good at tricking me and getting me where it might actually work. And you, maybe you are in a similar situation, maybe this is speaking to you. And because I've spent so much time talking to all of you about this lately, I've heard a lot of tricks that our minds can tend to play on us all the time. So before I dive into all of them, let's reset as to what got all this started. So here's what typically happens. We have this idea where we make a decision or create a goal or a plan for something that we really want to accomplish or achieve or do. But before we do that, our minds might have not been 100% on board. There was probably some back and forth or some doubt or reluctance or maybe some re resistance along the way. At least on some, you know, in some part, there was a part of us that wasn't completely convinced in believing that we were gonna be all in on it. But either way, we charge ahead, we make our plan anyway, amazing, we get going, right? Then we begin step one, day one, where every, wherever we began, we begin. It's all good. Then we continue with additional steps, day two and day three, checking off the days, and it still seems to be good, it's working, right? And then what inevitably happens is that at some point on some day, something happens that doesn't go the way we wanted it to go. Or maybe we gained new information that wasn't in line with what we thought. And our minds begin to see that we are outside of what is known and comfortable. This isn't what was expected, right? And because our minds want to protect us and keep us safe and prevent us from taking risk, they begin throwing some caution ahead and some warning signs that maybe this is just a little bit too risky or unsafe or maybe even potentially very dangerous for us. It might be causing all kinds of potential problems. 
And the more times these things happen, which they inevitably do, the higher the discomfort becomes until it works up to us creating thoughts that generate fear that things could get really bad. And maybe we could even die if we keep going, right? Like it could be that dramatic. It could feel that dramatic, the fear. But that's what our brains do. Because in essence, it's our brain's job to see the risks that are available to you and potential for you, keep you safe inside your comfort zone so that you're not at risk, so that you don't die. And that fear and those scary moments are what is happening right then. And it's the brain's job to do that. It's doing it exactly the way it's supposed to. Years and years ago, it would have kept us safe from true real danger. So our bodies are still reacting the same way. So in an extremely oversimplified way, this is the most common way that most people end up quitting on their goals. The discomfort of feeling things like you're scared, embarrassed, you know, afraid, humiliated, disappointed, and lots of other uncomfortable emotions are usually enough to raise the white flag of surrender and for people to want to walk away. And for some of us, we know this because we've experienced that enough and we're on to ourselves, our very well-intended brains, and we don't just quit from that. We know that the cost involved in achieving our goals is discomfort and fear and feeling negative emotions, right? Maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe it depends on the thing, but I think most of us know that that's what's included in the package. But here's the thing. Our very clever brains don't just clock out and stop looking for ways to keep you safe and from the risk and the harm after that. Our brains know that they just need to be better at showing us, do a more convincing job to show us how this is risky for us. So our brains up their game. And that's one I want to explore with you today. So I'm gonna share an example of one of my clients who had an incredible new business idea. He knows that it's a powerful and much needed business and would be really a great service, has a powerful business plan and could actually potentially be sold to a large company one day very successfully. And meanwhile, as he begins working on that business plan to make it come to life, he's still working at his current job his protective brain that wants to prevent him from being at risk is hard at work behind the scenes, evaluating whether this is a good idea or not. So the first thing that happens is that his brain begins to nudge him and let him know that maybe he just doesn't feel as fulfilled lately. Working at the full-time job, doing life, and then also working hard on this business plan isn't fulfilling his real passions each day where he gets to feel great about what he accomplished. And maybe he, should, he could just put that same energy into his job, his current job, and work toward a promotion and take the easier path to fulfillment rather than spending all these hours on this plan that probably won't come to fruition for a couple more years. Doesn't it make sense that our brain would start applying some logical things? Like it's very uncomfortable for you to be doing all this hard work and you're not feeling very fulfilled right now. So what if we just find an easier way to make you feel better now, right? And avoid the hard work. So it can be very convincing. And it's the brain's way of not only keeping us safe from that bigger risk, but also offering some more immediate reward that he could get now 
rather than put it all off with this hard work for a bigger reward later down the road. Our brains know that we love instant gratification and quick short-term rewards, a little dopamine hit, so to speak. And many times we bite, it gets us. Now, this client of mine also has quite a history of many great ideas and really prides himself on his ability to come up with amazing business ideas that could have been really successful in the past and still could be in the future. So while he's in the process of planning for this business, doing the research, coming up with the business plan, exploring the funding necessities, all of the work of the plan, guess what inevitably happens? I think you might know where this is going. Of course, another amazing business idea jumps in his head. It's shiny and it's pretty and fresh and new and exciting, and it's just begging for him and for his attention. If he would just go over there and start playing around with the new shiny one, the hard work and planning that's just no fun on the old one will quickly be back burnered and we will have all stayed safe, no harm right? The brain's mission will have been accomplished, right? Very tricky. It could be easy to fall for that one too. Because we usually don't quit because one thing goes wrong. It's far more complex than that for most of us who have achieved so much in our lives. Let me use an example of my own right now as I grow my own new business. Now, as most of you already know, I have grown successful businesses in the past, and I have several small businesses and ventures and opportunities occurring right now in my world. But building the business of Strive is extremely important to me, and my work is very focused on achieving the goals I have for it. Now, when something doesn't go as planned, I most of the time get over it, even though I don't really like it. It's not a problem. It's expected. It's part of the process of building a new business. And then something else happens where I hit the guardrail on the other side in a way that feels kind of hard. And I bounce back. I'm a little bit bruised, but I bounce back. Everything's still okay. Nothing's gone wrong, even though it doesn't feel very good. I just know it's part of the package. And then another shiny object that looks really pretty in the distance catches my eye and taunts me to convince me that it's just so much better over there. Now, this is a shiny object that I already have in my life. It's not about starting a new one. It's the, it, it's the existence of the current other businesses that I have that are just luring over there. And it's trying to tell me that it's so much better. And if I would just move over there instead, I would feel a lot happier. Now, because I do this work on myself so much and I've become very familiar with my mind, I know what's happening. So I try to ignore it. But I also know that because I have very successful businesses, several of them, that what my brain is telling me might even be true. There could even be some truth to the idea that if I walked away from the hard work of this one, that I would see lots of success and results and more immediate happiness with another one. Could be true. Now, that's where I tend to give some room or some space and attention, or I leave an opening and I keep my eye on that other thing just a little bit. And what happens is that with every little bump and bruise that happens that I continue to get along the way while pursuing my goals in this business, that pretty shiny object in the distance continues to glimmer quietly just enough to remind me it's there. 
Now, as the sting of discomfort turns into a throb of maybe many hits and bruises, becoming more and more uncomfortable as I work through the path of my goal, the opportunity of the potential emotions I could be able to feel that are available to me over there, luring me over, telling me I could just walk over to the shiny object and enjoy a delicious escape that becomes more and more enticing every time I look. And the moment that I allow the emotion of what could be to become more powerful than what I am currently experiencing, the scales are at risk to tipping toward the quitting. Did you follow me? I'm going to say it in another way because it's really important. When I allow the positive emotions that I could feel become more powerful than the negative emotions that I'm feeling right now, the scales will tip. The quitting will occur. Whenever we create thoughts that fuel us more in one direction than another, we will create a new path and the new necessary emotions and fuel to move into it. It's a huge, important piece to recognize. And the beauty of it is that we get to control all of that. Because here's the thing, quitting the path that I've committed to for the lure of the shiny object requires nothing of me to grow or learn. That's why I'm doing what I want to do and pursuing the goals of Strive in this business because it's requiring more of me and that's what I want. I want to require more of myself. I want to grow and I want to learn. So escaping a feeling, which is a negative vibration in my body, is never a reason to quit. I will not choose to quit because my brain decided to play tricks on me to convince me with the intention of keeping me safe. These are not reasons to quit. None of the tricks our brains play on us are reasons to quit. So here's what to do when this happens. This is the process that I go through. Number one, be on to your brain. Have these conversations with yourself that allow you to be the boss of the decisions you make and that you won't easily be convinced just through this trickery. That's the first thing. Acknowledge that this is happening. Be on to yourself. Number two, it's all about the facts. Always separate facts from the emotions that you're feeling. It all comes down to the data and the facts. Deciding to change course or to learn from a failure of a particular direction or path is its own opportunity. That requires and deserves its own process and strategic wise evaluation. The good news is that we get to create any emotions and fuel we want to generate from there. Number three, why did you decide to create this goal from the beginning? What was the reason? What did you hope to create or accomplish? Knowing your firm why for everything going in is exactly what will allow you to generate the long-standing, sustainable fuel through the hard things, through the trickery, through the pain and the fear and the discomfort and the bumps and the bruises along the way. And if you decide to pursue a goal because you believed you would feel better, guess what? That was a lie we told ourselves going in because first, you need to feel a lot worse and be willing to feel so many uncomfortable negative emotions to get to the other side. And if you're not willing to feel them, you won't ever achieve your goal. 
and because it's not better there than it is here. We have good and bad, hard and easy, positive and negative, no matter where we stand or what our circumstances are. So when we pursue any goal for how we think we will feel, we will ultimately be disappointed and not be able to sustain getting there. And number four, choosing and deciding to move on from a goal or an idea that you have can be a perfectly accurate and correct decision for you. It may even be exactly what's needed for you to move into a new decision that is the best next move, but doing it from a place of knowing that you like your reasons and that it was based in the facts and that you've done the work on yourself and this process to know your mind better because of it. This is what allows you to create opportunities for new goals to pursue and to really achieve. Because listen, pursuing anything new, whether it be a shiny object or a diamond in the rough, it should never be an escape from something else. It is an entirely separate decision and it deserves and requires a strategic and wise evaluation of its own. It deserves a why, a plan, a willingness to feel the negative fears and feelings that come along with it. And the only way it can be done for you is from a clean and fresh place. And for me, I need to practice reminding myself of the answers to all those things. Strive serves and it's a resource and it's a valuable service for many people that I want to help and I want my role to continue to serve it up in the areas and places where people can find it. Growing Strive is a goal that remains and has evolved and will continue to evolve. And I continue to gather the data and determine its best path. I also know that giving Strive the attention it deserves does not mean that I can't give my other business pursuits attention and my resources and commitment as well. Serving one of them doesn't mean neglecting the others and more likely serving one probably means serving all of them. Now, I already know that feeling uncomfortable and it feeling hard sometimes is part of the package. And I'm 100% willing to do all of that without question. And I will continue to wisely evaluate the facts of all my businesses to make good strategic decisions about them. My message to you is not to fall for your brain's tricks to quit. Know that it will keep offering you enticing opportunities to do it. And that's okay. You get to choose. The choices are all yours. And if staying on track with your goals is something you want to work on more for yourself, spending this next year with me will arm you with all the tools you need to getting there. We work together, you and me, toward what you really want. Come check us out. Have an amazing week, my friends.